Hey Mavens, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Beauty Mavens Podcast. As always, we're so thankful and happy that you are here spending your day with us. Today's episode's a really good one. We chat with one of our own master mavens and she has some really great insights. She is a freaking boss babe, killing it. And I just can't wait for you to get to know her and her business a little bit more. In this episode, we talk we talk a lot about having a vision statement for your business. If you're listening to this and feeling inspired to create a vision and a mission statement for your business, then head over to our website, masterbeautymavens.com slash worksheets. And once you get there, you will see our vision statement worksheet. This is a deep dive into writing a vision statement for your business. This is the same worksheet that we sent out to our Master Mavens in January um, that Annika used to create her vision statement, and she shares her vision statement in here, and you'll just see how powerful that can be for your business. So, masterbeautymavens.com slash self-coaching worksheets to get yourself your vision statement worksheet, and we really hope you like this episode. Please screenshot you listening to it, tag us on Instagram. We love to see what your biggest takeaways take are. Love you guys so much, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Beauty Mavens Podcast. Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals. It's awesome. Interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are. Brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs. Here's your hosts, Kristen D'Oliveda and Madison Annis. Okay, so we're super excited because our guest today is actually one of our master mavens. So we've gotten to know her a little bit in there. And Annika, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your story and how you've built your business out there? Um, so I, my name is Annika Marshall. Um, I live in Spokane, Washington. Um, I have been an esthetician for seven years now. Um, I focus, um, I, my main obsession is lashes and medical grade facials. Um, and I, um, started out in this industry in Phoenix, actually. Um, yeah, being in a big city, um, and having all of the resources available to me and all of the trainings and all of the things. Um, so, and then I, we, my husband and I moved back to Spokane, Washington, where I grew up. Um, if most of you probably don't know where that is, it's not by Seattle, <laughs> not by Seattle at all. It's actually, um, by, we're probably 20 minutes from the Idaho border and probably two hours from Canada. So we're pretty much in Canada, which is the going joke. Um, so it's a pretty small town, um, in retrospect to like a major city Phoenix area. So you can imagine that the, um, industry is vibrant, but it's not very big. Um, so kind of adjusting from coming from a big city where all of the resources are available to a small town where all of the estheticians know each other is a little, was a little bit of an adjustment. So, um, I worked at a spa in Spokane for about five years and then I just opened my own space. Um, we did our soft opening. So we did our soft opening in December and then we just did our public grand opening, um, two weeks ago, February 22nd. Um, so we're just really new in this, um, this game and I'm 
you know, learning as I go, but it's been an unreal process so far. What have been some struggles that you're working through that maybe you didn't anticipate? Um, so the thing is, is that what I'm trying to do is create a space where, um, that doesn't exist essentially. So in this industry, so what I, what my vision, um, when I decided to create this place is creating a place where, um, institutions can come and learn how to be business owners. Yeah. Um, love it. So it's, um, without, you know, it's essentially taking the, the benefits of being an employee and then the benefits of being a booth rental and kind of mashing everything that is nice together with them, but also in a really like taking a mentorship approach to it. So, you know, in your perfect world, you would think that everyone is going to like see what you're trying to do and uh, be completely on board with it. And and interesting to kind of see the pushback, like the the looks on people's faces where they're like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, That was really unanticipated. because I, I just, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, this is a fabulous idea and everyone's going to be on board with it because it's inclusive and it's all of these things. Um, but that's something I definitely didn't anticipate um, going into it. Well, but we, we're on board with it. We see your vision. <laughs> I got love you. you guys. Thank but you. Are, you, are you meaning people in the industry or just like friends, family? Yes, people in the industry, absolutely. Interesting. So, and it's the industry here, I guess, is pretty... Um, not inclusive here like we'll just call it up how how it is it's very competitive and very non-inclusive so being able to talk to estheticians and be like yeah you can totally come get a facial here like and message us with any questions and and all of these things and they're like what what do you mean (laughs) you know like it's almost like I'm speaking a foreign language sometimes but um you know that's I've come to realize very quickly, like, it's just, um, some people won't be on board with it, and it's understanding that it's just, it's a big change for people to really understand, because it's been so cutthroat and so competitive in this area for so long. Yeah. You just kind of got to roll with it and kind of go, you know, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. If you want to be on board, awesome. I'll be here when you decide that you want to be on board, or, you know. Yeah, they'll all come around eventually. It makes it yeah. it makes it so much more fun to be in this industry when we're all like banding together, and like when you For have sure. a place to go. And one of those things that um, it's like you, we're all so, and this is what I've learned is that we're all so brilliant. Like really, like if you really think about it, um, we are creative minds. By nature, that's why we're in this industry. We um, have these amazing perspectives and these ideas, and when we come together and collaborate and you know create new things and balance ideas off each other, it just makes it that much better. Yeah, so, we totally, totally agree, and it's like so refreshing to talk with people in the industry because. If you don't have friends in the industry, like business owners in the industry, then the people you're talking to are like about your business. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like going to be like friends or family or people who don't really get it. And so it's refreshing to have someone 
who's literally walking the same path you're walking and then be able to, like you said, bounce ideas off and work together to grow each other's businesses. That's what we're all about too. So I love what you're doing and keep going with it because obviously there's a need for it in your area, which is amazing. Well, and it's, it's fascinating on my end of things too. So it's hard to, it's an interesting perspective to go from a market like Phoenix where everyone, like I'm on probably four different Facebook groups where it's a collaborative environment where people are asking questions, like new estheticians are growing and all of the resources are available. And to move to a market like Spokane where it's, I mean, it's still not there yet. It's definitely not even close to there. And so there are a few people in the industry here that are starting to make that change, but over it's very recent and over the last couple of years, it's been interesting to kind of come in with an outside perspective and be like, um, there's a way better way to do this. There are so many like amazing things you can do. And it's, it's just been interesting to have an outside perspective and come into this market and see it for what it could potentially be. Because yeah. it is really hard when you're in a small market like this. It's really easy to kind of stay in your little bubble. Yeah, scarcity mindset too when you, yes. you're you like, there's only so many people, but there's so many more people than you think that everyone's going to have their people. And while you're working with each other, like you're going to attract different clients anyway. Like people are going to come to you because uh, they love you and they're going to come to the girl next door because they love the girl next door. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because you want people who love you and are obsessed with you and your brand and your service. And if they're not, like, that's okay. There's someone else for them. And they're probably going to be the clients that are going to complain and (laughs) give you a headache. So you're like, I don't want you really anyway. Well, and it's, uh, I think the part of it is when you're in a small market like this, you don't see really how fast the industry as a whole is growing. And so there is this fear, and it's old. Like, it, it, it needs to go away. <laughs> it's old that there's not enough clients for everyone, and it's not that. And like I was, I've said before to um, a lot of people that I've talked to, um, when I was at the Borbaletta Soiree last um, September, Kim was talking about how fast the industry is growing. And it's actually, if you, if, from what I can remember and, and recall, it's, the fastest economic industry that's growing in the U.S. right now, it's set to quadruple over the next five years. I'm high. That's <laughs> huge. That is huge. What was I explaining it to my husband? Um, because so he he's military, works in construction, so he doesn't really kind of know the beauty industry. And it's um, we were having a conversation about um, you know the economic um, impact with the beauty industry, and I was saying you know. It's, it used to be um, an excess expense. So it's something that you can, you know, write out of your budget if things are tight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessary. It is becoming a necessity. Like it is become like working its way into people's budgets as something that is important and that is a necessity and that's something that they budget for. It's not an excess expense. No, I have... Yeah. You know, it's one of those things that it's it's kind of crazy to see that transition. Um, but it's we also as as business owners and estheticians have to recognize 
oh, hey, there's a shift going on. So now we need to shift. We need to shift our attitude. Yeah, I completely agree. I have a friend who has two little babies and her husband's still in school. Like, they don't have a ton of money. And she's always, like, telling me how they're, like, struggling. And she was trying to find a part-time job. And... But, like, yeah, she still has her lashes done and she still has her nails done. Like, she's, like, to her, it's not an option to cut those things out. It's, like, no, I'm going to go get a part-time job so I can, like, afford this. Which, it's, I mean, people feel empowered and they feel good when they look good. So. Well, I think people are understanding the value of that. They're Mm -hmm. understanding the value of feeling good about themselves, especially moms. Oh, yeah. Especially moms. Anything to feel, like, a little more like yourself when you're a mom, especially a new mom. Like, rolling out of bed or, like, it's really important. And I think people are stepping back and be like, no, this is really uh, essential for my mental well-being, for my, you know, for my physical feeling like I am put together. And that's okay. Yeah, it's great. It's like becoming how fitness is. It's like that little outlet for people to like instead of it just all focus on fitness it's like moving into the wellness space as well and beauty like it's all becoming one for mm-hmm. self-care which I think is awesome yes and self-care looks like don't get me wrong self-care looks different for everyone but I think we're getting into the shift as women that we're taking value in you know investing into ourselves whatever that may be Right. It's totally different for everyone. Speaking of being a mother, you, I mean, we're new moms with little five and six month old babies and it is like kicking our butt. But you on the other end have five kids. I do. I have five kids. And what does your husband do? Um, So he is transitioning out. He's been military for 13 years. Um, He is a commercial in a commercial carpentry um, job in um, Hermiston, Oregon, which is about three hours away. So there's that he has to go where the work is. So he works out of town five days a week. Wow. So how in the world are you balancing five kids with your husband traveling for work and then this new business? Um, honestly, it's not a perfect... Um, I try every day to balance and some days I win, and some days I definitely don't win. And it's all an evolutionary process. And what I explain to people is like, I am not coming into this knowing all of the steps to do and all of the things to do and all of like the perfect things to do in order to make this successful. What I do is every day I say, what it, what do I need to do today? And I break it down and. I just get through it once, like one day a day, like one day. Um, and it's having the humility and having the hindsight to be like, that did not work <laughs> at all. I failed terribly at that. What can I do? And instead of feeling sorry for myself, and because that happens, especially when you're sleep deprived and you have a little bit of a temper tantrum, like, why didn't this work? And it's, you know, it's, it's being able to get outside of yourself and being like, okay, so that didn't work. What can I do differently? How, what can I research that can help me and give me knowledge to do things differently? What can I try? 
so that's honestly it's hard to balance like there is it's it's a process it really is and I and that's what I tell people it's like you don't just decide one day to balance and everything kind of falls into place it's you try this and you try this and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and um you know I've had to with knowing that I'm opening this business you know sacrifice a little bit of time because with my kids because opening a business is a big deal and it's time and it's um a lot of mental space that you don't have for your kids um but it's also recognizing when your kids need that mental space it's taking a step back and being like okay i need to shift this and i need to give my my kids this amount of time and then on the back side of that i'm going to compensate and put some time after they go to bed for example or i'm going to get up an hour earlier um and get this this and this done so that way when i'm with my kids like i am a hundred percent on like focused on them for example um i have my six-year-old is super super big into wrestling um and typically this year he's in a competitive he's in a more competitive um week so his tournaments go literally all day saturday um so how i do that is I actually do bring my computer to his wrestling tournaments and because in the downtime when he's not wrestling, he's just sitting here having a conversation or he usually likes to go play with his kids. So I'll get small things done while I'm sitting there in the bleachers. And then when he's wrestling, it allows me to put my computer away, put my phone down and focus a hundred percent on him. So that's kind of like having the hindsight and the humility to like take a step back and being like, okay, I need to adjust here and not take it personally. Like it's again, no one is perfect going into this and figuring all of this out, but what, where you start figuring it out and not being so hard on yourself, that's when you start seeing the process get a little bit easier. Like I'm, I'm very transparent about it. It's not easy. It. Some days I'm like, I have days where I just have a total meltdown and I'm like, what am I doing? And I think all of us as business owners have that day where you're like, at least once, like, why did I do this? What am I doing? Like, uh, more than once. Like, freak out moment, like, oh my God, what am I, what am I starting? Yeah, um, we, we feel that all the time. I know. It's like almost a monthly basis with me. It's probably on, you know, the sleep cycle or Mercury retrograde. Whatever it is, I usually blame that. But <laughs> um, it's being able to, I think the difference is, is being able to pull yourself out of that and be like, no, I've got this. I just need to take a second, take a breath, step back, see where I can, what can I change? What can I um, adjust or what new things can I try? And it's that keep like keep pounding your head against the, the you know the pavement and you know keep going and keep grinding. That's the biggest thing. Um, I would say I wouldn't even call it balance. It's just adjusting and being able to have hindsight to understand the different things around you Ooh. enough to where you know. Yeah, I like that. Not balance, just adjusting. Write that one down. Well, I think- Especially with moms, and this is like maybe getting on a soapbox for two seconds. The internet and Facebook is horrific <laughs> because you get this really rosy picture about 
these moms that have it, like, they like to paint the picture where everything is perfect, everything is great, like, everything is where it should be, um, you know, you're, you're making everything perfect, and, you know, and you've got everything together, it's not that, um, at all, and that's the same thing with business owning, I, I really feel like, it. and it's, I think it's, it's a huge shift, with that, and business owners are being definitely more candid um, about it. But it's also like recognizing and honoring, um, you know, the really hard times. Yeah. Well, that's why I love this podcast because I've always like thought about that. Like when people talk about social media and they're like, it's just a highlight reel, or yeah, people look like they have it all together. And I've kind of always like thought that way, but then. I feel like being a mom has opened my eyes more to why it is that way because, like, for example, right before we recorded this podcast, I was, like, feeding my baby and giving him a bat, like, the really unglamorous parts of motherhood, and then I was trying to put him down for his nap, and he was screaming, and I was right, and it's, like, in those moments, like, the last thing I'm thinking of is, oh, I should take a picture, this is really cute, you know, like, I should take a picture, but it's, like, when you're, when things are happy and, like, they're dressed cute and they don't have mud on their face, you're like, oh, cute, I'm going to take, you know, that's, like, when you're, like, things are going good, so you're feeling good, so you, you think about it, but it's, like, and I don't want to share it. Yeah, I don't think people, I don't, like, I used to think people didn't show those things because they, like, wanted everything to look perfect, but now I'm, like, I think people, when they're in those moments, just don't, like, when it's hard, that's the last thing, like, also relating it back to business. We lost two employees right the day we came back from maternity leave, and it was, like, the last thing I thought about. And, like, now looking back, I'm like, oh, we should have, like, showed more of that on our story. But, like, the last thing I thought about was, oh, I should, like, talk about this and talk about this on the podcast and tell people about this. Now that I'm out of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I think it's, like, we learned a lot and we made mistakes. And now I can, like, reflect and talk about those hard times when you feel like you're in the trenches. But when you're in the trenches, you're not wanting to document you know what I mean well exactly and I think um with this movement that's going through our industry it's um we're starting to understand the importance of what is happening in the trenches Mm -hmm. and the importance of sharing that um because I think a lot of people it's very isolating being a mom but it's also super isolating sometimes being a business owner Mm mm-hmm you know, so it's, um, it's very vulnerable. You become very vulnerable and very, um, open when you start sharing those things. And it's a really hard thing to do. Um, but I think there's too, like a ton of value in that. Yeah. Well, and I think it's almost, it's like easier to make mom friends than it is to make business friends. <laughs> so like, oh my God, right? even more so lonely because mom friends that's all they want to talk about but business it's like same thing that kind of that scarcity mindset you don't you don't know how much to share you don't you know it's kind of like a new like you keep saying like a new era of business where you're like let's be friends let's meet up let's talk about this like let's be support for each other yeah exactly that's why I love what you're doing in Spokane because not only can it be isolating and lonely being a business owner but Especially in this industry, like, if you're doing lashes, most of the time your clients are sleeping, so you're not even talking to your clients. If you're doing skincare, you're in, like, a little room by yourself. So I love what you're building in Spokane to 
to be able to open that space for each other to, or for the estheticians in that area to come together and feel empowered and feel not alone and isolated through this whole journey we're all on building our businesses. And I think it's important. So, um, let me explain kind of that side of my business. So, um, there is the mentorship with, so my gals that work here are not employees. They are their own entities. Um, they are, um, in, for lack of a better word, they are rentals, but I have renamed them as partners. Um, because like I state to them, when I talk to them, it's a mutually beneficial, um, business relationship. This is not a hierarchy. Um, this is not, um, you know, an employee employer relationship. It literally is a partnership. Yeah. I love Um, that. Yes. It's, it was one of my, my most bright 2 a.m. feeding um, ideas. I'll, I will I will say that. Um, but because it was like this, like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's totally what it is. Um, so we have that side. So we have the functional spa side where, um, you know, it's a mutually beneficial relationship between myself and my partners. They are the own entity, but I provide mentoring. Um, and I also learn from them. Like, this is not where I know everything. Um, I learn things from them as well. I, um, and then I have a continuing education side where we host um, professional development classes or we host networking events. So, for example, on Saturday, I had my um, gal that's done my marketing, um, Kylie Andrews. She came in and did a social media one-on-one class for whoever in whoever wanted to come and learn the basics of social media. Yeah, that's so great. It is so good. Great. And so, you know, and then also having professional development classes. We had Borboletta come in and do um their we hosted their Spokane training two weeks ago. And it was amazing to see these fifteen lash artists come in and be like oh my gosh, like you're, you know, you want, you're welcoming us? Like this, this is awesome. Yes, that's exactly what we're doing. So, you know, and we have other classes, other professional development classes coming in and it's this attitude like, yeah, you can come in, you can ask me any questions, you can ask any of my girls any questions. We're here, we're here as a supportive group. And and that's what I told the girls when they finished their Borboletta class. Like you have a family here now. You can DM any of us. You can ask us any questions. I've been doing lashes for a long time. The educators have been doing lashes for a long time. And so have all of my girls. And like we're here to help. We're here to, you know, share information. This is not anything like you're not gonna leave here and feel like you can't ever ask me questions. Or if you can't get a hold of your educators. Or if you have like this, you know, burning like question that you just can't quite figure out, we're here. We've probably seen it. We've probably done it. That's so, so it good and so needed in the industry. I love, love, love is. what you're doing. Yeah. It's been hard. It's been like trying to explain it from my head. And I think as business owners, we have this like, we have all of these great ideas and then trying to spit it out to other people and that you know especially like ideas like this where it's not the normal people kind of look at you like you're speaking a foreign language but then when they get it 
that when that light bulb goes off and they they see or hear what you're saying, that's the best moment ever. I love it. Love everything you're saying. Well, and your business name, I feel like is the per. I feel like you chose the perfect business name to go along with what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um. Because. Did you, okay, so tell us about your process, well, tell us what your business name is, and then the process of choosing that to embody what you're trying to build. Um, so, my business name is called Empower Aesthetics, um, and the secondary message with that is educate, inspire, and empower. So... Let me just read this to you because this is like my baby. So we have two promises as um, as Empower Aesthetics. My partners um, subscribe to this as well. So let me read this to you because I have this is like my my statement. It's my mission statement, my vision statement, kind of all in one. Um, so we have two promise statements. One is to our clients, and then one is to our fellow industry providers. So let me read this to you. Okay. To our clients, we promise to listen, to be a safe haven, and to provide the best service to the best of our ability every single time. We will strive to educate you and inspire you to be the best versions of yourselves with our constant knowledge and human kindness. To our fellow industry providers, we promise to lift up, educate, and inspire you. Together we are better, and we value community over competition at our core. We will strive to always provide ample op education opportunities and bring the best to our amazing city and service providers. So wow. I wanted, with those two statements, I wanted to be very clear of what we're trying to do and to kind of make people a little bit uncomfortable as far as like in the industry and be like, no, this is what we're doing. And I think it was really important to really include the industry providers um, because it's this spa and this education uh, community is not just about the clients. It's also about our industry providers that we're wanting to reach out. So it's almost like this olive branch that I'm reaching out for and saying, hey, this is our promise to you. This is what we're going to do for you. And, you know, this is how we're going to do it. That's really powerful, and we, I mean, I know we have a lot of alignment, and we have the same thing. We have a mission and a vision statement for both the client and the beauty professional. Beauty professional. So, and I think that's, like, a huge takeaway. Like, when we when we hear listen to you speak, it's clear that you are passionate, and also that you're clear on who you're talking to, what you're doing, and I think that's a big takeaway take for anyone listening is to really, really dial down and get clear on who you're speaking to and what your vision is for your business. And if your vision is to provide the best services and to you you just want to stay a solopreneur and provide the best services and empower your clients to be the best version of themselves, similar to what you said, like that's great. You don't have to do anything more than that. Like that is enough and there's so much room for you to grow there. If you're, if you want to take on more of an educator role, like that's amazing too. And there's so much space for you. Like there's no right or wrong way to do it, but it's like, what is your vision? What is your ultimate goal for your business in the industry? And then getting clear on that and who you're talking to, I think, don't you agree? Like 
changes. Yeah, it's super important. And I mean, even now, this is something that it's so easy to have. I call these like squirrel moments um, with this industry. Like you're going on, you're like, yes, I know what I'm doing. And then you're like, oh, this looks fun. This looks fun. And yeah. Then, and then you kind of had this like, um, you know, deviation of what you're doing. And what I always ask myself in, in this moment of clarity is I look at this, I look at what I'm creating and I'm like, how does this fit in to my mission statement and my, my mission statement? Does this fit in with what we're saying that we're going to do? If it's yes, then absolutely. If it's no, then, then it's not necessary. Yeah. So really like believing what you're writing, I think is the biggest thing with your mission and vision statement. If you're, if there's any like small, like girls contemplating or just starting out, it's really taking the time. And I did this when you guys sent out the master maidens. This was about that time. Uh, when you sent out that vision and mission statement, um, is when I sat down and wrote this. Um, yeah, I was just so, going to say, for those that don't have a mission and vision statement, like, get start thinking about it and write one down that you feel, like, I felt like right. when Annika was reading hers, like, you could just feel that passion behind it. And that was, like you said, that was actually the first worksheet we sent to our Master Mavens because it's that important to know what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're building so that you are 100% fulfilled as you're doing each different task you're going to be doing in your business and not get distracted by, like you said, oh, that looks fun. Like when we tried to do apparel for a minute, because it looked fun, but it wasn't <laughs> yeah. part of our vision or mission. So it wasn't fun for us. Um, so I, um, you think of it like um, a shopping cart and you put it in your shopping cart and you look at your list and if it's not on your list, then you get up, get it, like put it back. Like it's that mindset that you have this, um, you built this container, you built this business and that you're passionate about because really, um, you're, if you're passionate about it, you're going to be successful. Like that's just, it's a, it's a mental game. And so building something that you really can emotionally get behind and that you have purpose for, I think is really big. Um, and you can, it's hard when you're so emotionally invested, obviously, because you're building a business, but it's being able to sort out those emotions, put it into words and get behind the statement. Yeah. That's, we get so emotionally invested in our business that it's really hard sometimes to verbalize all of the thoughts that go through our minds, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's being able to have a home base that you can come back to and be like, okay, this is what I want. Uh, this is, you know, what I envision. And, you know, this, and it kind of, it brings you down, like, back to earth. Almost. Oh, yeah. No, it totally does. And I think, like, another heart, another challenge about this is we get so busy and so caught up working in our business, working on clients. Like, it's like, the last thing I want to do is come home and work on my business sometimes, you know, but I think, and that was hard for us at the beginning was like, we all, we had to do the things that made us money. Like that's, that's where your mindset is. That goes back to the scarcity mindset where it's like, I have to be making money every single hour, but it's like take, yeah. taking time, set time aside. It can be 20 minutes a week, 30 minutes a week. 
an hour a week, an hour a day, whatever that looks like for you. But taking that time aside and be like, this for this time, I am going to work on my business. And that could be, I think a great place to start would be to figure out a mission and a vision statement. And if you need any help on that, send us a DM because like we said, we did that for our first month of our Master Mavens and Kristen did her Goldman Sack program and that's the one lesson that they... So it was a 15-week business program and every week was like very intense, a new business principle like knowing your finances. We, one week we had to like pitch almost like we were on Shark Tank. We had to go pitch to investors. Like it was very intense and the only, uh, yeah, (laughs) but what is it? The only like activity module that was repetitive was every week for those 16 weeks, we worked on our vision statement. Like that was the only thing that was repeated. Like, I felt like I could have taken 16 weeks to know my finances, but now (laughs) they gave me one day. But 16 oh my weeks. God, give me all the time to work on the finances. Yeah. No, but 16 weeks was, they only repeated the vision statement. That's how important it is. And before that, I didn't have one. And that's when we made, like I said, the mistake of us doing apparel and other mistakes we've made. And now since we've had our vision statement, like we've been, had so much more clarity and guidance into what we want to be doing. And that's what's ultimately, ultimately led us to be doing our master mavens program and our coaching and things like that, that we're like, absolutely every time we get off of a coaching call, we're like, Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I want to do this 100% of my time. Yeah. Well, it's a roadmap is exactly like it's, we're not just wandering around, like, you know, wondering what we're going to do. Like this, this vision and mission statements are literally a roadmap. Like, Hey, turn left here, <laughs> go straight. Like that's what you have to really um, understand the importance of it. It's super important. Like before you do anything, that's what you should be doing. Even like, it doesn't matter if you're opening a spot or if you're just doing a room rental. It doesn't matter. It's very important that you understand your purpose for doing this and your your why every day. Um, Simon Sinek does a really good talk about the why. Um, I would highly – he's a great TED Talks person to listen to, but um, he really harps on finding your why. Why do you do this? Yes. And that mission and vision statement is 100% that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. We love that TED Talk. It's in our resource library. Um, so, yeah, I think it's called Finding the Why by Simon Sinek. Everyone yeah. go listen to that. She also has a book called Find, Find the Why or Find Your Why or something. But, yeah, Simon Sinek. Okay. I feel like you are a thousand percent, like, really um, honing in on your vision and mission statement and making it happen. And we're just so proud of you. And it's been so fun to watch you be able to do this. Even just over the last couple months that we've known you in our Master Mavens program. So thank you so much for being such a good example and for sharing all of this with us today. Yeah, we know you got a busy <laughs> schedule and a busy life. So thanks for taking time out to to talk with us. And not only talk with us, but our audience. I think there's so many great takeaways in today's episode. I can't wait to edit it and launch it. And I think so many people are going to benefit. So I'm so excited. Before we go, tell us where we can find you. So, um, my Instagram, so I have a spa Instagram and then I have my own professional Instagram. So my professional Instagram is my first name. So Annika, A-N-N-I-K-A 
underscore empower aesthetics. Um, and any of the listeners that want to send me a DM, questions, anything, like you guys are more than welcome to. I usually get back to them very quickly. Um, so, and then my, the spa's Instagram is uh, at empower aesthetics WA for Washington. Um, so they, uh, yeah, that's, and then our website, um, you can also find us on Facebook, um, but our website is www.empoweraestheticsspokane.com. Um, and any professionals listening, there is, um, a calendar there under events where you can find all of the workshops that we're doing and you can actually buy your admission there, um, straight there. So we hyperlinked it and made it super easy for you guys to choose the workshops that you want to come to. So good. Okay. Everyone go check her out on Instagram and check out her website and go attend all of the great trainings and courses and yeah thank you so much and oh my god i love you guys thank you we love you we'll see you later to, wait, tonight tonight <laughs> on our group coaching call today wednesday today is wednesday <laughs> okay so make sure you check her out on instagram and while you're at it check us out at beauty mavens underscore and we will see you next week xo, XO beauty, beauty mavens, mavens.